super simple. Uh, I do got to do the whole screen thing again. I don't know if you remember, but it's one visual and then we change it to see more of a, how's it called? Uh, a mirror image. Mm -hmm. Because right now, if we have any like, see right now you look at Breaking Bad and it's backwards and that's kind of annoying to me. So there we go. It's a little bit more fixed and it looks <laughs> a little more casual. Like we're actually trying to accommodate a good podcast here. It looks like uh, air traffic control is having its uh, daily runway through. Yes, yes, indeed. Uh, Kimberly. Hey. <laughs> thank you. Thank you again for coming. Of course. Uh, you've Glad to be back. actually been on the podcast before. Mm -hmm. One of the uh, first guests in the second studio because we had a studio back in the day at an old apartment and then we moved over here. Then you were a guest on cool, that cool. one. So th welcome back. Hey, welcome hey. back to the Thanks studio. There's some a couple changes if you've noticed. Just have a different different setup, but you know, we're still having fun. The same conversation, still banter, making up funny stuff. That's you know, just having fun. So, anyways, uh there's so much stuff to talk about. Like, oh my god, I don't even know where to begin. It's been a year. Uh, I can't believe it's been a year. And and to think that there's so much uh, things that have happened in this year that are just mind blowing. Like yes. either technologically wise that are super cool, political, uh just plain out funny i mean there's been a lot of things there's a lot yeah. uh i don't even know where to begin uh let's start with uh did you ever hear about the world record egg no no okay so i don't know what it was exactly but there was a super bowl ad or a commercial beforehand i think it was leading up to the super bowl but it was a a little uh if you want to pull that up here in a second just look up the world's uh record egg but it was just nobody knew what was inside of it, and it was supposed to be revealed on Hulu. Yeah, which was very strange, very strange. And it, I saw it, and it was only maybe like a five-second uh, video or whatever. But it's uh, for like uh, for uh, awareness for being like bullied and stuff. So oh, it was kind of cool. But the way it came out was really weird. It actually right. took like a month. You know, this whole buildup of a month. I'm surprised well, you didn't wow, hear no, about I it. I didn't. That, mm. Did you watch the Super Bowl? I did not. Oh, see, never mind. Yeah. Listen to this stop. I already lost about 12 topics there. Just, it, just kidding. It just doesn't do it for me. I just. What, what's up? No. Not really. So when people ask you, like, what's your favorite? Oh, God. One. See, <laughs> here it is. Do me a favor, Angel. Plug in that HDMI cord at the bottom of you. It's right at your feet. I, uh, I'm, I'm I guess, grandfathered. My dad's from Michigan. Okay. So. I guess I'm a Lions fan, but there's nothing really to fan about them. Oh, man. Although I am impressed. They've got, like, the straight record of losses, so that's something, right? That's something They're, to look I, up. Yeah. You I can, mean, I silver mean, lining? There's always still some kind of record somewhere <laughs> in there. But it's <laughs> it's funny to think about that, though. So you, more of a family thing, then. Yeah. You're not, like, if you go to a get-together, you're just like, yay, Michigan. Yeah, whenever, like, we go to Super Bowl parties or anything, like, I'm just there for the food. You'll find right. me the snacks and all that fun stuff. Be nice. Yeah. And and then a lot of people say too they're there for uh the Super Bowl commercials. That's true too. I uh, did miss out this year, but I there, I chose Kingdom Hearts again over Super Bowl. That's awesome. We need to talk about that as well yeah. too. Even though, I mean, unfortunately, I'm not as big a fan as you are. And he is a really big fan too, so yeah. he already makes me disappoint. I'm already disappointed that I can't even talk about it this much. <laughs> so I, I shouldn't feel bad that you don't know a lot about what happened at the Super Bowl, so I'm sorry. I need to get back and 
play the game and really follow it to really just jump. I don't want to jump Honestly, into it. Honestly, it is really hard to follow. So yeah, don't I, beat yourself up too much. About I don't, don't want to just jump it's into so it though either where they're just like, oh, just jump on the hype train because everyone's playing Kingdom Hearts 3. You should play it too. I'm just <sighs> like, but I don't know everything. I just don't want to just go in there. It, yeah. Is it worth doing it like that or? Uh, going back and playing through everything? Or I just jumping in and playing it because it's so good. so many references to previous games that I think you'd have a hard time following the storyline if you okay. didn't go back and play ouch, everything. Ouch. So, okay, so you've got a lot of playtime in front of you. Oh, man. Sorry about your life. It's okay. It's going to be wonderful. It, it, I mean, I will enjoy it. That's the whole point of doing it, but I just Some have to Some things will it. make you want to beat your head against a brick wall, though. Really? I'm not going to lie. Demix. Yeah. Demix. I hate... Ooh. There's some... <laughs> Why do I have to be the one in the room? <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, let's go ahead and play play the world record egg breaking thing. Let's see it. Again, it was a build up to this though. No one knew what was in the egg until this day. Yeah, that's it. Oh, wow. Wow. Yeah. But it was a really big build-up. A lot of people thought it was going to be something else. Right. And it like was a that, yeah. gigantic chicken or, or like Yeah, like, like something amazing. Like, is this how life started? I mean, something out of right, an egg. Right. You never know. But, yeah. Instead, they took the more walking on eggshells around people. Uh, I mean, approach. I, I get it. I mean, you know, social media is kind of mm-hmm. uh, really, I guess, out there a lot. I mean, it's out there so much. I mean, how many social medias do you run? Do you run? Are you on Twitter? I, I am. I have one. I made one, I think, like 10 years ago. But it's I'd still never, acti- It's still there. It's still technically active. Okay. It's still there. I have an Instagram. Follow that. Okay, yeah. there's the Instagram. And I, then you have your Facebooking. Yeah, I do have Facebook. Your Facebooking. It's funny. I had really horrible cell phone service for a little, really long time, and that was the only way I could reach people was well, through Facebook. So that's all I really – I don't do a whole lot with it. That just uh, – I'm a scroller. That's okay. about it. Yeah, if and, I'm bored and, and that's, sitting yeah. at an airport. That's most people, though. Yeah. You'd be surprised is that they're just scrolling through it and see a, an interesting news feed with a headline, and they're like, okay, that's cool. And then they go back yeah. to scrolling. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, there's been so many things – on facebook that have been i don't know do you do you want do you look at your feed and you're just scrolling through and you're like what why is this even on my feed or like why yes but i did get hooked into buying something i saw advertised on facebook it's actually the shoes i'm wearing right now so you, you bought those because of the ad because of what i saw yeah no, no it, i was ashamed as soon as i did it but they're amazing so rothy's guys hey <laughs> Shout out. You hear that on this podcast, the Muse Me podcast. You hear that? You ain't getting no shout outs on Joe Rogan. Uh, thank you. That's actually really cool. But I mean, that that too. Okay. So you were just scrolling and you saw the ad? I saw multiple ads and I'm not sure how the whole algorithm works, but you can tell that like I clicked on it once because I was curious. I was interested because they're made out of recycled water bottles, uh-huh. which is super cool. Um, but uh, so I like clicked on it once. And you can machine wash these. You can straight toss them in the wash. Oh, and no damage. No to damage. Like That's how they're designed is to wash in cold water and you just let them air dry. Oh, it's nice. super cool. Nice. Super cool. So, um, so you weren't like just hanging out. So because this is what I've heard too. This is so funny that they say this too because they say it's true that like you we could be talking about something right now like we're ca- casually mentioning shoes, mm-hmm. shoes, shoes and that our microphones are listening to us right now. And while we're scrolling on Facebook, those ads will appear because mm-hmm. of they heard 
us speaking about it. Was there any, I don't know if you really paid attention of when you were talking. I have, because there was a, oh gosh, I'm trying to remember what it was and it freaked me out because we were talking offhandedly about, um, oh shoot. And then I started seeing ads for it all over the place. That's what I'm saying about these shoes. You're Gosh. probably like, I, I bet you there should be some shoes that's fire, environmentally safe. Right. And wearable. And then all of a sudden you're just scrolling and you're like, there well, is. I did go on a rant because it, shoes. Before you, you got anyways, these. Before I got these. Whoa. I was going on a rant Whoa. with someone. Whoa. Because Whoa. like, okay, you guys don't wear flats, but for the flat people wearing the flat the, community the flat community out there, there. um they're awful because mm-hmm. they like whatever they're made out of they don't breathe they're not always comfortable and they like wear out really really quickly just because they're very poorly made okay and i was like there's got to be something that's durable that you can like wash and you know take care of to a certain extent that can last you for a couple years um i ran into someone that i saw wearing rothy's uh after like I had seen a couple ads and was like clicking on things. It was after I had this conversation. She's like, yeah, these are fantastic because you can. You can throw them in the wash. There you go. I've had these for three years. She's had the same pair of shoes for three years. And they look nice. And they look brand new. Not like other shoes where yeah. they deteriorate right. and break apart. Right, or like apart. fade and all that kind yeah. of fun stuff. Like the glue's not coming apart. They looked brand new. Oh, it blew my mind. So, okay. yeah. I do remember that, that I was ranting to coworkers about that and then these started showing up so that was trippy i mean I, uh, is that, that con- is that a convenient do you think it's more is that pretty convenient for us now or is that actually kind of invasion of privacy where they're trying to sell us stuff now like literally we could just be speaking like about anything and they're trying to sell us it i mean yeah. uh, that's kind of they really are i find it more annoying than anything but to a certain extent it's also kind of convenient because if you're not aware of a product's existence and you are mentioning about how it'd make your life more convenient if they pick that up and they're like, hey, well, you should check this out because you needed something to do with lighting. Yeah, lighting. Uh, you know, Swiss Army knife that has something that's never been added. Mm-hmm. I I see what you're saying. Yeah. So it's like, you know, kind of. It's the, I feel like the intent. I don't know. I'm getting not necessarily emotional there, but putting too much emotion on it. I feel like the intent is good. Okay. But it's still a money grab, and it drives me nuts. Okay. Like, I, I don't enjoy being upsold. Yeah, because I could see, too, is like there's probably millions of products, but they're probably just promoting the more valuable, famous ones mm-hmm. of that desire, whatever. Yeah. Talking about shoes, they're only going to show you those shoes. Where there could have been a smaller company that does the same like thing. Like a, a local one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that kind of do the same thing. Yeah, I, things like that. Like now that you can uh, order your groceries online that's so scary yeah super trippy and i'm also really frustrated by it because it's so lazy like it's not that hard to go walk through a dang store and i would much prefer to shop at albertson's that's a local business than walmart even though it's convenient because you can order it online and pick it up so they don't offer that service for albertson's or smith's yet uh not that i'm aware of i'm sure that they're gonna have to keep up with the times and do it eventually but i feel like that's a hard platform to like just develop when it's a small small business yeah i could see that because i mean that's the thing too is like when you go to shopping you like to see your produce get to Mm -hmm. see get to pick from it and at at, at this point you're just pretty much having it in the hands of someone else where it could be like oh i've got you a dented can like oh i (laughs) hate dented cans (laughs) you know yeah exactly but there's i mean i don't know how is that is that more efficient for people because people obviously want to spend time doing other things instead of shopping i mean right 
in your case, you don't mind taking that extra few seconds to I, go do the little shopping thing. But in those extra few seconds, do you think there's some other task you could be doing that might be improving your life? Which comes into time management. What are you really doing with your time that you don't have much of it? That's true. I mean, uh, if you're really good at time management and mm -hmm. this is a uh, one example, you're you're time managing very well. And then all of a sudden this feature comes up. There goes your time in half. Now. Now you have even more time to come up with something. True. True. But most of that, as we were just talking about, turns into Facebook scrolling. How much are you really achieving when you could have been getting exercise and just go freaking shopping well, that's by yourself? <laughs> I, I, that's true. I guess we're kind of like, it's, I guess it's, it's a hard. I'm kind of kind of. I guess stereotyping where it's somebody that's really, I guess, more motivated and mm -hmm. somebody that's more interactive and active yeah. instead of someone who's just like, oh, since I can get my groceries taken care of, I can just sit around and scroll right. on Facebook for a yeah. while. So, but I guess there's those two kinds of people out mm -hmm. there though. So is it beneficial or not? It's tricky. That's why I feel <laughs> like the intention behind all that is really good, but mm. like in practical application, it just opens the doorway to more inefficiency and laziness i think in your day-to-day -day life okay so uh, here's another instance too at walmart they're recently getting actually robots to do uh like uh what so you know instead of actually having to like move your cart of uh so the truck comes in to have all this produce and all this like equipment and stuff like that mm -hmm. uh the workers would only have to load it onto the robot and the robot takes the rest of it into the warehouse and kind of like lines up where you needs to be put and then the workers just do it. instead of having to do it all manually you know got it how do you feel about this because that's that they're doing that to accommodate to the workers but some of the workers okay so they had then what do they do they had a they used to have five days to call off if i'm remembering correctly but now they have to cut it down because i'm not assuming it's connected but I feel like it is. It's because like your productivity of work is cut down of what you're doing. So let's cut down the vacation or the time off you have. Oh, that's rough. You'd think it'd be the opposite. Like if it's that much more efficient with these robots and stuff like that, that, you know, workers time can be dedicated elsewhere, like customer service, that type of thing. I don't think there should be a correlation there. That seems weird. But they are getting a raise. How does that? Yeah, see, that's what? Yeah. <laughs> confusing i only know this because i have inside sources from okay. walmart myself right. so i'm not just like, <laughs> like how do you know all this i'm creepy all? and i'm over here trying to figure out trying to take walmart <laughs> down from the inside <laughs> trying to take them down from the inside but that's so that's hilarious. what i don't get is like they're because they i don't want to say they're introducing it to walmarts but there are certain walmarts in the area <clears throat> that are uh they're like the test subjects of this in this area so that's what's weird is like that is weird how they're accommodating to it and what they're doing for it. it's like okay let's get robots to help but workers get a raise but they can't call in as much anymore then it's not really a raise is it hmm that's that's tricky that's super tricky i don't know if i like that i wonder if it's going to cut down on well i don't think it would have a relation either Unless they get more interactive robots. But, I mean, right now they still have to interact with the robots to get some job done. Interesting. Their but job is less done. You know, it's it's less yeah. straining. It's not as hard working. I was going to say it probably saves them a lot in, like, workers' comp and things like that because there's less injuries if these robots right. are doing all the heavy lifting. Yeah, I dropped it on my toe. <laughs> right. Like, bro, a robot did it. Right. <laughs> so I can see that. I do see that. Which, maybe that's why if you cut down less on injury, well, not. Hmm. Hmm, that's interesting. So that was a topic that's, that came that's up trippy. that I was just thinking 
that that kind of leads into the whole AI thing. So we'll start yeah. talking about AI I'm, now. I'm into AI though. If I could automate my entire life, I think I would do it. Just, but I feel like there's got to be a limitation because I'm really worried about actual interaction with human beings just flying out the window. I was talking about this recently. Like, it's a good thing I married when I did because I don't think I'd survive in the dating world today. Okay, why? Like, you have, you have to do it through some... You can't just... Apparently, you can't just walk up to somebody anymore and ask them out on a date. That's creepy, that's right? Creepy. Yeah. And I'm like, what? That's how it works. Uh, like, that's kind of like, true. It's weird that that's like that now, though. Yeah, it's like it's considered creepy or overbearing or too intense. Um, and you just meet all these superficial people through an app. What can you really learn when you can't put emotion into text? Yeah. Like you can't put tonal inflection. You can't see their facial reactions. If you're hitting it off or not. Yeah. And Is then you boring? waste all this yeah. time. And it's unfortunate because I feel like um, I've noticed it a lot with my male friends. They'll set up a date on Tinder, Bumble, whatever it is. Grinder. <laughs> yeah. All the and good stuff. All the good, all stuff. good stuff. And then get ghosted when they try and set up an actual date because it, like, it's like the girls think it's getting too real at that point because you've got so many options instead of just going out and actually forcing yourself to talk to people. Like, what is going on? I, I don't know. Is it is it that people are just, like, losing the ability for human interaction face-to-face? -face? They need some kind of, like, I guess, jumping-off point. Yeah, because again, it could be the instant gratification of all the attention that you're getting too. I feel like that's, that's kind of shitty if that's what it is. Yeah. Because literally, you have to be really popular on a social media site for other people just to talk to you. Right. No, that's Black Mirror. Right. Have you seen? You've seen it. Right? I have. Yeah, yes. You know the rating system. Mm -hmm. Spoilers. Blah blah. <laughs> but you know the one where it's like rating, where it's, she's like, oh, she's talking to somebody, and she has to give them a rating right after they're done talking. Mm -hmm. That's kind of like that. It's mm -hmm. like if I start interacting with somebody and I see that they're like, oh, obviously you only have three hundred friends. You don't seem like that important. And that happens all the time now, and it it blows my mind. I just I don't know. I guess. I'm not into social media for that aspect of it, but I'm away for like technology advancement. Well, there are know. some aspects of social media that are pretty cool. Like I, there are friends that I have that I met through a Facebook group that are all the way in New Zealand in Australia. Mm -hmm. I'm pretty sure I'll never be able to meet them, but like, and maybe they aren't the person that they say they are, <laughs> but they've been nice and they've been mm -hmm. interactive and really, you know, really cool to talk to you. So yeah. that's cool to think about that there are those potentials of connections around the world. When yeah. I, this this stream right now, hopefully it's reaching somebody in New Zealand or somebody in Japan where he's just like looking at his PlayStation, scrolling up and sees this. And he's like, I got to stop on this for a second. Right. I see a bunch of anime pictures in the back. Right. <laughs> and then we just start talking like we are. And he just like doesn't even want to listen, but looks at it. It's, it's so many possibilities of mm -hmm. the social media how it is now yeah but this is still i feel a very real interaction it's not as i don't want to say i don't know how real is it over there bro <laughs> <laughs> it's not quite as like strained or forced or there's no um i don't know it's more comfortable okay this way like it's a it's a cozy room that kind of thing but um I don't know. You get to pick up on social cues. You get to just let the conversation go wherever instead of feeling like you have to write a paragraph to somebody in order to keep them interested. And you have to wait for them to respond to you in like two seconds. But that's Otherwise, only us, You don't though. feel That's only the, the what we're having. True. Because there are, assuming, other people interacting right now, but they're doing it in the aspect of what you were saying where it's just like they only have that whole, I only get to see them on a screen. 
I'm yeah. only kind of listening to what they're saying. I don't get to really, really interact with them in a way where I'm just like, I'm sold. Right. So okay. that in that aspect, I think it's cool because we're interacting with all these people and hopefully they like what we're selling, what I'm selling anyways. And it's just like, you know, I'm I, I don't know. Can I be in front of the camera and just have these facial expressions so that they know how I feel about it or stuff? Or will they get it as an act now because of how developed YouTube acting and mm -hmm. life has become because it's it's so weird how it could be now yeah like, literally. and it's always evolving which is really cool but i don't know maybe i'm just getting old and i can't keep up with the times anymore <laughs> yeah i don't that's it yeah I know that's not it, we but. can't say that we can't say that i can't say that <laughs> jesus i'm not old no back to the egg thing uh fact that i'm not necessarily the most proud of but did you know that I was a bully in a past life? An egg bully? No, not an egg oh, bully. Okay. Just a, like, I was about to say fucking eggs, dude. It was dude, one I'm of sorry. those, like, super cliche where I was bullied at a for a certain period of time, and then I felt the only natural response was to bully other people. And I had a really good interaction with the kid that I used to bully. I felt so bad about it after becoming an adult and looking back on things. I reached out to him and was able, actually, to, like, face-to-face -face apologize to him for how many times later like how long was that um obviously you were a bully when you were like two right you're like i don't want my no, stuff no it was high school it was high school what it was in high school oh my god it was really it was she that, was the mean one no and it was just it was just to this one kid it was one oh, kid. okay yeah and i oh i regretted it and oh anyways so it was about seven years later that i reached out to him um because we were in band together and uh, so I knew of him and I was connected with him on Facebook and stuff like that, too. So I just happened to catch that he was moving to California. And for whatever reason, just knowing that that distance was going to happen, I knew that I had to do something before he left. I was like, I, I have to because I've always thought it, but it's it's not real until you like put action behind it. So I always felt apologetic. So I like before he left, I was like, I know that this is probably not, you know, what you want to hear, but... If you want to take some time, I'd love to, like, buy you a meal, buy you a cup of coffee. Not necessarily, like, make excuses for myself, but tell you where I was coming from and full-heartedly apologize for what I put you through. And it was, it was a wild experience. So now you could probably just message and yeah, talk yeah. right now mm -hmm. with no ease. Just like, hey, how's it going? Yeah. Hopefully you're doing good. Mm -hmm. Stuff like that. Yeah. That's pretty cool. Yeah, we, I've had, had that different. same, that little similar experience. And then now if I wanted to, I can ask him to cut my hair now because he's a hairstylist. Oh, cool. Yeah. But it's kind of the same thing, you know, yeah. where in high school we kind of like, I don't want to say we, I was a bully to him, but we both kind of had this whole not liking each other Yeah. because of whatever feud, like he, I, I don't I'm just going to throw this out there. He was like an actual hardcore gothic kid okay. and I was like a wannabe gothic kid. <laughs> So I could see why he didn't like me. But at that time, you know, I'm I'm the wannabe gothic kid. You know, I'm just like, what are you trying to prove? I'm just like, I'm cool, too. But, you know, getting older, it's just like, you know, why did we even fight about that thing? Like, right. we, why we, did that matter? We why had cool clothes. We both liked each other, like the music we listened to. And, you know, I was always like, God damn it, I hate his clothes, you know. But, right. <laughs> but it was cool because I liked him. But, mm -hmm. you know, I was trying to, like, not seem like an asshole. But... That's how, I guess, uh, a learning experience happens, though. Yes. So either it's in a negative way where you find out that, you know, I was a, I was a douchebag and I'm, hopefully I feel better about it later. Mm -hmm. Or you just find out that, like, 
you know, maybe that kid was pretty bad to me, but I mean, he probably had some pretty shitty things going on in his yeah. life too. I can't be like, oh, he has a perfect life and stuff. Right. That was always a thing in my thing too. It's like I can't really judge people because I don't know how bad their life is. Right. Mm-hmm. And that's true that's about true. everything. Yeah, it was really interesting with uh, with him too. Like after when when I wrote to him initially, just seeing if he'd even meet with me face to face, I was fully expecting to just like get shut down. And I would have deserved it too, honestly, for what I had done. Um, but the fact that he was so open to actually sitting down and having a conversation with me, it blew my mind. Like, I didn't deserve that. but And I wasn't expecting, like, forgiveness, but I got it anyways. And it was really, it was cool. It was a cool thing. So if you ever feel like you need to reach out to people, just do it. <laughs> yeah, play that egg thing again. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, it's just, that. I don't know. It's pretty simple. Just as simple as that, mm -hmm. like, literally. Any feud you guys have out there and you're thinking about? Just air it out. Yeah, just be like, no, it's not that big of a deal. <laughs> it happens. Mm -hmm. It is. It is what it is. Yeah. Anyways, let's talk more about AI. AI. So have you ever heard of he's actually uh, – uh, last time uh, I saw on Joe Rogan's podcast, he was talking about a thing called Neuralink. I don't know if you ever heard about this. Mm -hmm. But it was supposed to be like us being able to connect our bandwidth of our brain to our phone, which would be like, you know, instantaneously being able to recall stuff on Google. Like, you know, just like, hey, I Googled this. Instead of having to sit there and type it and mm -hmm. wait for it to load and scroll up, it would pretty much pop up in your head. You know, it would be really cool about that is if you were able to unlock or access memories that you can't, like, actually, I mean, they're there, but you can't recall. That would be so tra crazy. I would love that. that There's a game actually called um, Remember Me. Have you ever played it? I don't think so. No, no. it's it's no. uh, it's got a pretty similar concept where they've got this like installation in their like neck, um, and it's like it's a biochip or whatever, um, but you can record like live what you're seeing and what you're experiencing, and you can actually share it with people. So that was like how they. That's how they got married or how they did whatever cultivated relationships. And you could play back through these memories and it was like a hologram standing in front of you. So okay. it was like useful for people that passed away. You could still interact with them, that type of stuff. You could relive your, you know, when your parents first met, like that kind of stuff, just based on like passed down through DNA, Wow, which is cool too. That's always weird to think about too, is like a lot of our history and stuff is kind of imprinted in our DNA mm -hmm. with that whole, uh, have you ever done the whole 23andMe yet? I haven't. I really want to. What, what would you find out? I have no idea. Oh. I don't know. <laughs> Who knows? Yeah, play the trailer. Let's check out the trailer right away. Yeah, this stuff. This was cool. I loved the concept of this game. Nice. It was a little rough, but concept. Let's share our memories. Thanks to my sensor. Safe and secure. I felt everything. Your release from fear is at hand. Memorize. Trust us. We won't forget you. Scandal at La Bastille. The administration has admitted the escape of the notorious criminal Nillen. Nillen, can you hear me? Are you okay? Who are you? My name is Edge. This is Neo Paris. Why did our enemies erase my memory? You were a revolutionary fighter. A memory hunter, Miller. The best. I gave you more than I ever took, Frank. Alex! 
we can still win this war, Nilan. This time, we're going to defeat Memorize. Kneel to me. Adore me. The Errorist Movement is counting on you. Free your memories. Now I see the true extent of this consensual dictatorship. will stop me from accomplishing this. This is a sweet game, because you have memories turned into currency, and you could, uh, you could, like, replay the memories and actually modify them. That's at least what the main character was able to do. Okay. Um, so you could change how someone remembered a certain event. That doesn't mean everybody that was actually present there forgot everything, but that person and their memory of what happened, you could change. It was wild. It was really cool. But All right. It was kind of along those lines. Was, was... When did you play it? Uh, oh, gosh. That came out a long time ago. It was at least at least four or five years ago. It was a long time ago, but super cool. I have to check it out. Yeah. Might find it on the PlayStation Store or something. Mm -hmm. Would you play it on? Yeah, PlayStation. Interesting. Interesting. Speaking of memories, um, do you know... I don't know. How do you... How do your memories be triggered sometimes? I mean, do you remember certain things by like just remembering them or is it some ways where you're just like, oh yeah, I'm looking at this old picture and it helps me remember the day that that happened maybe? Scent usually does it for me. The oh. way something smells will, will trigger memories. Okay, so mm -hmm. like food maybe? Yeah, different types of food. Um, like one that's stuck out to me the most is the scent of leather will always remind me of my mom. Um, when I was younger, I used to just go with her on errands, and, you know, back in the day, she would be writing checks for everything, and she had a leather checkbook. You mean she and... didn't have it delivered to her? <laughs> no! <laughs> <laughs> um, and my, like, however tall I was, the counter, all I could ever smell was her checkbook, and it just reminded me of being with my mom. So anytime I smell that now, that's, I think of her. Yeah. It's weird. <laughs> that's, that's actually pretty cool, you know, because you have this recollection of her in a weird way. I mean, yeah. leather smell? That's kind of mom. <laughs> that's actually really cool. I like that. But yeah, I don't know. There's a there's a bunch of people that are talking that like the way that memories are formed or the way that we remember things will never be the exact way that we remember them. Right. We're, we just kind of like wish washed over. It's like if we kept pushing rewind and record over something and it's just mm -hmm. like I think it was kind of like that. I mean, it was pretty much like that, but I mean, we don't really truly remember. Right. I don't know if that's a thing. And or it's not. a lot to do with your brain too, just kind of sorting through so much and processing so much information that's presented, you know, and the way it records. Like you can always see your nose. Your mind just kind of blurs it for you yeah, because yeah. it's unnecessary I see what you're data. Don't I, mean, I don't want to start looking there. at it now. <laughs> but yeah, I see what but, you're saying. Yeah. So you may miss some certain aspects because your brain decided that that wasn't important enough to like record, you know, it just kind of blurred the information for you. Yeah. Memory's weird. Yeah. It's so weird. Uh, what's your earliest memory? My earliest, memory? earliest memory. That's a good one. Uh, uh, I don't know. Actually, as far as I remember, I remember living in, uh, lost Lunas, uh, more preferably the little 
place called El Ciro. I don't know if you know those places, mm-hmm. but like you go into Las Lunas and then there's little bisections of towns, you know, like okay. Meadow Lake, Valencia County, Peralta, right. all that stuff. There is a little one out kind of towards the desert area called El Cerro Mission. I kind of remember that place a little bit when I was younger, but just like vague little things. How you know? old were you about then? Probably like, what, four or five? Oh, okay. If I remember correctly. Got it. But again, see, if right. I remember correctly, right? that's not, I don't know. I can't mm-hmm. say that I know exactly the memory. I can barely remember stuff from last week. So, right. and if it's in an actual event, like, you know, like, oh, don't you remember that sequence that you did? I'm just like, ah, oh, fuck, maybe, <laughs> kind of. Well, what do you think it takes for an event or situation to actually leave a lasting impression? Like, what is it about certain moments that you can remember forever versus with day-to-day stuff that just gets washed out? That's a good question. Like, uh, I honestly feel I remember things more when I'm playing guitar so that I have some mm-hmm. kind of like, I don't want to say like memory recollection, but like I, I just have like these senses of like my fingers doing something and me watching something. So I remember it. Mm-hmm. And even though I don't play guitar at that time, I rewatch it or like I could be referencing something because I'm always referencing so much bullshit. <laughs> it's just like, how did I remember that? Right. Well, when I re- I remember always practicing guitar and watching shit, like, yeah, in in a, a miscellaneous kind of way, like sitting there and watching South Park and just being like dun 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 over and over and over again, right. and it, I felt like that is a great way for me how I remembered even pretty low ended kind of things. Like I remember the first time we got internet at my house. It was, it was like. It wasn't even that big of a deal, but, you know, right. like I got a cool co- little computer and then I started looking up tabs for my guitar and it's just like, that was fun. Right. But I remember that because of like the guitar aspect of it. Mm-hmm. I don't, I don't remember how I convinced my mom to get the internet. I, I, <laughs> I mean, I can't remember exactly. Like I did when I was trying to get a dog and I put together a PowerPoint presentation. You did? <laughs> I did. That's crazy. Oh my gosh. Uh, when we moved into our family home in Albuquerque, finally from Oklahoma, um, there, they just, we wanted the dog, me and my sister wanted the dog so bad. And they said, well, give us a reason. Like, what would you do? How would you take care of it? So we researched breeds. I'm a little over, you know, organized and things like okay. that. You could tell when I was a kid too, cause I researched breeds, how long they typically live, what you should feed it, how much exercise it needs, how much time I have after school to do it and, uh, why we should get a a stinking dog and they they said as soon as we get grass in the backyard fully knowing that they were going to zero escape it tricksters okay um, <laughs> <laughs> then we'll get a dog because the dog needs grass in the backyard i was like okay years went by and then they looked into sod and they started sodding a patch and i was like okay well when we get in the dog and they were so so upset but it was so funny but at least yeah the, the remembering of that too because mm-hmm. i mean You've wanted that for a while, right? Right. You're like, I, I want like, the dog. I right, I'll be patient. I'll wait for grass. And then it finally happened. <laughs> that's pretty funny. I could see that as like, oh, she'll forget. Or right. Just leave it. She'll forget. Yep. That's then, what they thought. Well, uh, <laughs> how old was that? Uh, when we moved here, it's 2001. So I was in first grade. I have no idea. How old are you in first grade? I don't. <laughs> aren't you like, <laughs> like seven? Yeah, six or seven. Six or seven. Yeah. There. Dang. So I think we talked about this last time, but then you re- do you kind of remember nine eleven then? I do. Because it was at that time. I do remember where I was. You're like mm-hmm. seven years old. Yeah, I I was in I was in school actually. Um, it was at at, at seven. I was at a uh, Weary Elementary. I remember being in miss kelly gunn's class 
and all of a sudden she like stepped outside because she got a call from the office came back in because um at the time weary elementary was on base um so all of a sudden like the base went full shut down and it was like it was crazy like our parents couldn't come pick us up like because everything was locked down um and she just walked in the room didn't say a word just turned on the tv and sat at her desk and cried and we just sat there watching watching it but not i didn't i didn't know what that meant like it didn't really register with me like the gravity of what actually happened but i do remember that day that's crazy so that was one of those memories that just yeah that's crazy yeah see but i'm going with the whole are you sure you remembered it correctly Because, I mean, oh, yeah, that day is crazy. That's one of those memory days. Mm-hmm. I don't really remember exactly, but I do remember going to class. And then my parents, the state fair was happening here in New Mexico. So they actually shut it down for that day. Mm. So they're like, we're going to shut down state fair because we might get a terrorist attack at the state fair. <laughs> you know, shit was get. Everyone was hyped, you yeah. know, scared. Things yeah. were getting real. I mean, I remember my teacher was crying because she felt that her son was going to war. Yeah. Like that fast is like crazy to think about, too, because yeah. at that time I was 11 mm-hmm. and I didn't know really a lot. I was the more of a jokester kind of thing. And I'm just like, well, I mean, yeah, I, we, uh, we talked about it in school one time when I was well, I was older, when I was in high school. And I had asked a teacher who'd been at the same school for years. And she's like, yeah, after 9-11, all of a sudden, like I was walking through the hallways with with a bunch of military men because a whole bunch of kids that were 18 or 17 just enlisted like next day and were ready to go like a lot of them dropped out of high school and just like left dang yeah it was wild that's weird that's weird to think about too is because like then their whole the whole aspect of was it a conspiracy that's crazy too yeah I mean, there's I there's a rabbit hole of things that you can get into if you start looking into that. Well, in, in general, yeah, there's mm-hmm. like too many left turns. Yeah, too many. Mm-hmm. I mean, we could like we're talking about now the whole uh, we were talking about a while ago with the whole uh, the microphones inside mm-hmm. of the in there. I mean, so we'll see. This is one of those things we talk about. I wonder if any conspiracy videos are going to start popping up. They should. I'm I'm always watching that. Right. <laughs> So it, it, it's it I don't. I'll keep you posted. It's so. a normal thing. They'll be like, hey, uh, now we're talking about this. Uh, but yeah, I don't know. It's weird. AI, computers. I love it, but then I'm scared of it at the same time. Why Why are you scared of it? Because I think I always think of the stupid Terminator scenario. <laughs> like oh, it's going to be that bad. That would be bad. horrifying. It, like, <laughs> oh, man. Because there are. Have you ever heard of Sophie? She's yes. like this AI robot. Yes. That's kind of cool. I mean, that that intrigues me, knowing that she can recognize my facial features. Maybe mm-hmm. she knows if I'm sad. But would she know if I got angry at her? Would she know that? And how would she react to that? that right. That's a little trippy. Like seeing her facial expressions when they try and... Oh, man, that's weird. See? Yeah. And the same thing with cars, too. Like, mm-hmm. uh, I, I don't know if we talked about this last time, but, you know, the self-driving cars now. I mean, that's amazing. I would do that put me in a car just go for let's it let's go and, yeah <laughs> and a lot of people would because it's so not only is it easy but it's energy efficient well that and i also feel like people get freaked out about it because it's a lack of control in your life now like you're voluntarily giving up the reins to something that could kill you i which guess is that's the trippy part that's true but yeah it'll be interesting to see how that 
moves forward. That flying cars, there's flying motorcycles already. We will not have flying cars. You don't think? No. I no? saw Elon Musk the way he explained it, and mm-hmm. so did Neil Tyson that there there would be no way. Like it it a flying car would pretty much be they a helicopter. Said that about airplanes. It would be a helicopter. I mean, they said airplanes wouldn't exist. We need to go underground. <laughs> Tunnel systems. That's what he says. That would be cool. A bunch of tunnel systems. Mm -hmm. Because supposedly the whole science behind it is that right now the only way we travel is in a two-dimensional system. Mm -hmm. We only go from left to right. We can't really go up or down or like anything like that. Mm -hmm. But when we start going into levels, we actually go into other dimensions of what we can start driving under. So, you know, people are driving in the second dimension. We have another one down here. They're also driving there. Another level down there is also driving, yeah. which is the same concept in the sky, too. But it's just harder to do it in the sky because obviously we have to have the technology to fly up there and yeah. have that going on, which is awesome because and we've seen nothing but... Uh, there's going to be way less obstacles underground than there will be. You think so? Well, now I don't. I don't know. <laughs> oh, I <laughs> guess you're right. You're right. Like you, All you have to you do is have, just drill like, the city hole. city buildings or yeah. birds or actual airplanes or anything to worry Worms, about. Worms, moles... Little lizards. I'm just Fair kidding. Point. Yeah, I mean, but I mean, that's where we accommodate and try to work around nature and humans. Yeah. Do you feel like that's the way life should be? Or did we kind of fuck up and we shouldn't even be here at all? <laughs> Not that. Okay. I don't think we've gone so far that nothing can be fixed. Okay. There's always a, there's going to be a solution. There, there is it's a way. It's just actively doing it so there's like no like say we're on a, a roller coaster there's no like oh we're already too far Point gone of no return yeah type thing they they come back up roller coasters come back up some derail some do derail you are right you're right <laughs> oh and then people you know fair point i don't know it's weird it, that it, is it, it, a, it's, hmm. it's an interesting concept to think about too because there is well do you think we've hit that point no Okay. But we are getting to that point. We are. Yes. Mm-hmm. Because, all right, I'm throwing other things that just are taking other things into competition. But our politics now, I mean, the wall <laughs> oh, is totally God. dividing us. It is. Into a way it where is. we're being divided inside of a country. Mm-hmm. We're not even dividing countries now. Mm-hmm. Like, the whole concept of the wall for Trump is probably to divide the countries, divide Mexico and fucking the United States. But... He's dividing the, us inside of our country, mm-hmm. which is kind of struggleful, struggling for me because, I mean, I don't want to be labeled a leftist. Right. I don't want to be labeled a right. I think both of them have good ideas. I, I agree. There There's got to be some middle ground. But you can't anymore. And not It's so divi- – yeah, it is incredibly divisive. If you're a middle ground, you have to have kind of some label like, I'm a leftist middle-ish. Yeah. Or it's, um, oh, you're middle ground. Well, you don't really think for yourself or you haven't researched. There you it's go. like, okay. Or I'm, I'm a, ri- a rightist with a leftist point. Like, oh, where are all uh, these what? coming from? What? So <laughs> I, I don't get where that comes from either because the dividing point within us just doesn't allow us. That's, again, we're destroying ourselves. Yeah. The planet is just like, get out of here. Right. <laughs> yeah. It's. But we're not at the point of no return, though. I don't think so. Not yet. No. But you think we can go all the way back. I think we could. I think we could. I mean, look at this, like, 14-year-old that was able to clean up tons and tons of trash out of the ocean. Are you telling me if, like, a, a company got on board with that, that we couldn't fix our problem with all the plastic in the ocean? That's we true. Could. That's true. We could. And, at- and they're already trying to pass laws to prevent more plastic waste. 
Like, you're going to get charged for grocery bags now. I think it's like a 25 cent tax. What? Mm-hmm. What? If you don't use a reusable bag. Mm-hmm. It hasn't passed yet. But, but it's, okay, it's so what is, a, what is a reusable bag? Uh, like a like cloth bag of some so sorts. you could take a gym bag to the store i don't know so if, if if i you just need a something to carry so reusing plastic bags is not recyclable right that's yeah that's the other thing too but you just i guess have to bring the bag instead of asking for more it's when you take them from the store itself that you'll get taxed okay yeah well we'll try to work with that then i'll, I'll be an asshole and just be like i brought plastic bags right, <laughs> right but i mean they're getting reused so yeah see yeah. i mean i don't know what I'm kind of being an asshole at that point. <laughs> but, yeah, I get what you're saying, though. Oh, that's... Right. I'm going to... Because I inevitably... Like, I have one. All the good intent. Do I ever remember to bring it when I'm going to the store? No. I think you get one. Obviously, anybody just gets one. They're right. just like, here, here's a bag for, like... Yeah, I've got, like, six. Yeah. And I never remember to take them with me. So I'm always... I'm going to have to be better about that. But what... Is that really a bad thing, though? Yeah. How How bad are you at, like, wasting plastic? I mean, I've never really measured and I try to be pretty good about it. But so, so you're a good things, recycler. Yes. You're really well, I do recycle, but I'm a little jaded about recycling. What is recycling, though? My shoes. See, <laughs> there you go. Like, but you it's would... so expensive to recycle plastic. And I guess there's only certain grades or types of plastic that can actually be recycled. This is why I would not be able to recycle. It my mind. It's weird. Yeah, it's hard. Honestly, I'm not good at differentiating. I'll put everything plastic in the thing and then hope that someone knows what they're doing. And what's the difference between like, so you can obviously do a cardboard box, but there are some cardboard boxes that can be done, right? Mm -hmm. With like, oh, it's been dipped in like grease with pizza in it. Obviously, this can't be recycled. Like, Mm -hmm. how does this work? Where's that line? How do you figure that? Yeah. Yeah. It's going to be hard. But it can be done. It could be done. It could be done. Okay. The yeah. robots. The robots. See, they know and, the difference. And the uh, the water bottle or things. Have you guys seen those? There's. Um, Isn't there's... it turned into a plant or something? No, it doesn't turn into a plant. But they've developed a, a membrane that can like hold water. That's actually ingestible. You can eat it. So it negates the use for a bottle at all, like a plastic so bottle. Kind of... It looks like a little, like a pearl. Like, uh, Look do you remember up. a bug's life? Yeah, like they're when little they droplets. Did, yeah, 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 that's exactly what it looks like. Pretty cool. That's kind of weird. It is. But then, like, Somebody, one, like sanitation oh, no, and stuff. Yeah. My water droplets. Or like, hey, you want some of my water? <laughs> right. Can I hold it? No, just take it out of my hand. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's so cool, though. But I can. Technology's that... being developed. I'm looking for um, figuring out a way to get rid of gasoline in cars. I'm trying not to get older. Oh, <laughs> uh, fuck the cars. <laughs> I'm just trying not to get old. Well, sorry. <laughs> I don't want to. Why don't you work on that technology? I'm sorry. <laughs> no, there are a lot of health. Hey, guess help, what? You're a little bit older. There are a <laughs> lot of helpful and healthy things nature wise to do to not get older. But I mean, who, who would want not to be older? This water orb is an edible water bottle. We just seen an Asian man eat it. Uh, see, you have to hold gloves just to hold it. Take the plastic out of the equation. Skip Rocks Labs created this from brown algae. It's 100% biodegradable. 
and totally edible. <laughs> I would not be taking pictures like that. Just peel the skin and pop it in your mouth. It could be flavored or colored. At marathons, they've tested it at marathons. Say goodbye to plastic people and hello to this. Concept, right? I like it. It looks yeah. cool. Yeah, it looks cool. I mean, it's easy to like. I just feel bad for people that work out a lot because they have to drink like sixty-four ounces of little. That I'd be a How, lot. Well, don't you think that just give you a big one? Or no, you have to take it and just right? it once. How right? are you gonna like? Yeah, that's I mean, kind of stupid. Like, I don't like that. Uh, yeah, you should be able to get like size like. Can I have a big gulp size one? Right, and then what are you gonna do? Just like stick that. So see, yeah, <laughs> then they get rid of like the well, whole. It's too bad there's not like a you know like a bottle or something you could. It right with a straw <laughs> with a straw what are they thinking nowadays that's crazy though i like the concept because mm -hmm. the cool colors too i mean that'd be awesome just to be able to just like oh yeah i'm gonna pop a green one it tastes like green apple yeah that'd be it'd be pretty cool but how do you like distribute those at parties been like i have a bowl here you go guys Water fight here you guys go <laughs> hey toss me one oops are you guys thirsty <laughs> i wonder if they'll put other things in them like what if they start putting like Jeez, I was going with cranberry juice or like orange juice, but vodka works too. <laughs> they wouldn't be as big, they obviously. Well, they could be. Wow, that's like crazy. Oh, yeah, that's death. That's what that is. Well, I, I mean, how how much was that? Like, I don't know. It had to have been like what eight ounces, maybe, maybe. I mean, eight ounce. Eight ounce cup is like this big. I'm I'm measuring with my brain, but I don't know. <laughs> oh, I have no idea. How but much it was. that, I like it. Yeah. I didn't know about I kind of saw that, but I didn't really know it was a thing. Yeah. How long uh like that was advertised a couple of years ago. Why isn't it out in the market right now? I don't know. Maybe it wasn't as uh, practical as they had hoped. And depending, like it could be since it's a like natural algae that they're using, it could be incredibly expensive to turn into this membrane that they use you know and like this much of a quantity mm -hmm. that like we can make it enough for a small town but not for the world right yeah wow that's i don't know us humans <laughs> we we do create some amazing things i do i mean don't some useless me. but some <laughs> what what is an example of a useless product and don't say fleshlights because people <laughs> need those people need those <laughs> Oh man! Um, of an unuseful product un that's been invented. Product. Oh, I mean, I made that joke and now I got nothing to back it up. You can you can throw in a lot of those as seen on TV kind of things. Yeah, yeah. Although the apple slicer does work incredibly well. Apple slicer. I'm not sponsored, guys. Uh, she is just speaking sorry, her just on her own. <laughs> I've seen, have you seen those things? But they're. I mean, is yeah. it like a like a table thing or it's is it? It's not a table thing. It's just like it's got a handle on it and it looks. I don't know. It's like a it's colander, kind of right? Cool. But it just has like like it's got like a hole and then different spokes so that it like slices. 
everything and you just like push down and you can just like do a couple times right for you you could be like and it cuts in different angles maybe no no it's just like a one press just one press kind of thing like all the way through the apple and you get slices and just apples throughout the core what else can you cut with it can you cut a tomato with it it's not super versatile i'm sure that you could do well a tomato is it is it sharp how sharp are the blades no okay so you just squish it you'd have crushed tomatoes but i mean depending you're making some salsa there There you go go, right (laughs) i like that concept (laughs) if you guys aren't using it for that use it for salsa use it as a what is that called oh i'm not gonna say it now because it's gonna sound sponsored it's out there guys (laughs) look it up check it out it's out there oh man uh i don't know what else uh did you watch the infinity wars i did did you like it is it has the other one come out yet? No, it hasn't it's, yet. It's, right. it's in April. Okay. In I April. was like, oh, yeah. God, have I missed it? But, yes, I did see the first one. Did you? Uh, are you excited it for it? I'm, yeah, I'm excited to see where it goes. Did you see the trailer for Spider-Man Away From Home? No. Play the trailer. Play, Play the trailer. Um, yeah, they're the new Spider-Man, second Spider-Man movie mm-hmm. from Marvel called Far Away From Home released a trailer... I think a month ago. Oh, okay. But people were speculating because the way that it looks, it looks like everyone's safe already. So it feels it like happens it happens after. That's what they think. Oh. That's what it looks like. So it kind of ruins. Yeah. So but like, because right now Spider-Man turned into dust, right? Mm-hmm. But it looks like in this movie that it's after everything. <clears throat> oh, wow. But I don't think so. Because if you remember in Infinity Wars, uh, when Spider-Man made a scene, because you know how they always do those stupid videos where it's like, oh, make sure to watch this video yeah. because I'm going over a lot of details. Yeah. But they were coming back from a trip on the bus. And then they're like, oh, he looks out the window and sees that spaceship or whatever. And then that's when he asks Ned to like cause a distraction or whatever. Mm-hmm. I think they were coming back from this. So I think it's in between the Infinity War. So this mm. movie is supposed to be before the Infinity Wars actually happened. That's a that's a wacky timeline though. No, why? That seems a little. Hmm. I don't know. Play it. We'll go from there. Thanks for watching, guys. You guys are awesome. Shout outs. Let me know if you want a shout out. Thank you, Spider Man. That was so good. Hey, sorry I'm late. Happy. You look nice. Thank you. You too. Thank you. New dress? Yes, it is. How'd you know? <laughs> Oh, Pause it right away. Oh, Pause God. It. That, hurts. Pause it right away. that hurts me. <laughs> why, why is it now that she's this attractive young lady? Right. Right. I mean, I'm not I'm not getting mad about it. I'm just saying, like, <laughs> there's a lot of people that are just like, it's not fitting with the timeline correctly. Yeah. But I don't know. I mean, I don't, I don't, I'm not super averse. I do feel like the definition of old is changing. See? People want to be young when they get <laughs> older. They do. I mean, that's always been a, a trope. So Good I can see that. Still. Yeah. So what? She's supposed hey, guess to. What? You're still a little bit. <laughs> the fact that time passes that slow, I'm okay with. <laughs> Go ahead. Play this. Play this bad boy. Sony, this goes out to you. Planning a trip? Mm-hmm. Going to Europe. School trip. Did you get your passport? Peter Parker here to pick up a passport, please. Mini toothpaste? Mm-hmm. Pack your suit. I just want to go on my trip with my friends. Europe doesn't really need a friendly neighborhood Spider-Man.
you look really pretty. And therefore, I have value. No, no, that's not I'm right. Oh, that's rough. <laughs> you oh, look God. pretty, too. <laughs> I just want to spend some time with MJ. I think she really likes me, too. That reminds me when I first fell in love. I had just finished my phone call. Yeah, boy. So nice to finally meet you, Spider-Man. You're Nick Fury. Put some clothes on. Let's go for a ride. Is he going to be OK like that? Might want to turn <laughs> him over so he doesn't swallow his tongue. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> Nick Fury just hijacked You know, Nick Fury knows because he likes to party a lot. So awesome. he knows. He's like, I've been in that phase when I was drunk. <laughs> you got gifts, Parker. But we have a job to do. Are you going to step up or not? Friends are in trouble. What are you gonna do about it? You don't want any part of this. like Iron Man and Thor rolled into one. He's no Spider-Man. What is it with you and Spider-Man? What, he looks out for the neighborhood, has a dope suit, and I really respect him. Sup, dickwad? <laughs> oh, the irony. <laughs> I know, that's, I mean, that's the beauty of Spider-Man, I guess, right? Yeah. But yeah, it's, uh, far away from home. Good, good, looks like it's gonna be a good it one. It does look good. I like, uh, what's his name, Jake Gyllenhaal. Mm-mm. Yeah, he's gonna be cool. Yeah, that'll be sweet. Um, I really did. I wish. Um, oh my gosh, what is his name? Emma Stone, and he dated her for a really long time. Was the previous Spider-Man? What was his name? Not Toby, right? No, not Toby. Andrew. Andrew. Andrew Garfield. Yes, yeah. I really liked the way that he did spider-man what i did what mm-hmm. this interview's over what oh my <laughs> gosh uh, no, no he did he was like awkward and geeky but hilarious toby was awkward and geeky T- too much there was a good balance with andrew no andrew looked like he was like hey i'm pretty boy i look like i should be prom king he looked way <laughs> too good he looked too good he looked way too good i don't think so he was okay awkward and- so this is what they fucked up on. I I feel this is me giving. Go ahead and go in the comment section and tell me I'm a douche. But the first one, they made him look really geeky, too geeky, too geeky that it wasn't. It didn't work for the first movie for Toby. Oh, for Toby. Oh, got yeah, it. He got was it. too yeah, geeky. I agree. Mm-hmm. He was too geeky. It was not cool. Where was the whole aspect of being the outstanding superhero guy? He was kind of too geeky. Andrew, on the other hand was way too superhero he was way too i'm the good guy i i am already this persona of like you know larger than life with a nice jawline (laughs) so i feel like they overhyped the two in the opposite way so do you think he's a good balance then he is a good balance okay the way he's acting is a good balance just the actor in general he's an asshole have you ever heard of any stories from him no He's really bad. He can't even keep secrets. Like, oh, okay. I've yeah. heard of the spoiling, but that's fine. Oh, and I guess supposedly uh, Falcon. Uh, I don't know the actor's name, but uh, uh, I know who you're talking about. Him yep. and uh, 
I think it was Thor. They were both talking off camera or they were just talking about the interview and stuff. And they were talking about how, uh, not annoying, but how like prissy and little, like a little bitch he is. Oh, man. Because he's always like, where's my water? Hey, makeup is in here on time. He's that kind of guy. So I don't know. They could just be busting his balls because they're like bigger guys and they just like, or maybe he just got famous really young and he just is enjoying it from being young. Like, yeah. you know, that could be it too. Because, I mean, That's unfortunate. I feel, here's my scenario, if I were ever to become famous, the fact that I'm this age now wouldn't blow my mind, you know? I can mm -hmm. actually handle it in an actual kind of way. Right. Where if it would happen when I was, like, 20 or 19, I would have been like, yeah, ready. let me just go buy a Lambo yeah. and do all yeah. kinds of dumb shit. So, yeah. I don't know how that I'd works. Same thing. That would have been the Jay Leno of motorcycles. That would have been great. A bunch, just, just bunch a of bunch of cars. Yeah, he has a bunch, bunch of cars, right? He does have a bunch of cars. I think he has like a warehouse full of like. I want a carousel like his someday. <sighs> See if I can just cycle through all of them. You don't think there's too much cars? You don't think too much cars are too much cars? I mean, yes, but no. I oh. would do it anyways. Because <laughs> here's the, here's the example. If robot cars and people start driving themselves, what is the need for people owning a car? There is no need, but imagine how open the road is now because no one d drives themselves anymore. So you could probably enjoy driving a lot more than you do now. Right? I, I see that. <laughs> I see that. I can see that because you're just like, you know, I don't need to drive to work today mm -hmm. because, you know, the robot usually drives me. So today I want to drive myself. Mm -hmm. Do you think there'll be actually places designated for like this is the robot driving I lane? I hope so because I don't think that I could just straight cold turkey driving like i i have to have a manual because i just enjoy driving in general uh that's dying out too i know it's so hard and i kept like saying i'm gonna stick to my guns even though i need a new car like i don't want to buy another one unless it's buy a manual, one with like a paddle shift or something it's not yeah just it's not kind the of the same, same. Yeah. The same. you're just an american and you're just like i need to have that muscle in the front of me <laughs> workout somehow i mean i, I get it i get <laughs> you like the whole grinding of the gear well you don't grind gears but no. i'm just saying the whole movement of the gears like being able to know that it's like and you can tell when something's wrong with your car like it's really cool you like the feeling of it I do. Mm -hmm. that's cool yeah. i i like driving manual too it's fun yeah but i mean i don't see a need for it no it's just oh, wasting gosh. gas and then no. Oh, okay. Well, I guess nowadays with how efficient automatic cars are, it used to be more fuel efficient to have a manual yeah, than anything. I that. mean, I, I have to drive to Rio Rancho for work now, and I spent $16 on gas when I had to fill up, and it gets me 600 miles. Mm -hmm. I get about 44 miles per gallon because I get to coast everywhere. But it'd be easier it's if great. a robot. Yes. Okay. Just skip the whole robot part. Let's come up with teleportation. Like, oh. Talk about how much more efficient your life would be if you'd be like, oh, see, like I was running late today. If I could have just opened up like a little device in my pocket and just walked right in here, it would I think that so would be so much easier. I think that's a little more sketchy though, because Is like, it? wouldn't like, oh man, the whole thing of like having to like break apart our particles and then put them back together. Like Wonka TV. That's so <laughs> crazy. Like, I remember on a Simpsons episode where like Bart is a treehouse of horror where Bart finds or they get these like transporters or whatever these two like you can move from one side of the house to the other mm -hmm. inside of these little pods or whatever and homer ends up putting one next to the refrigerator so like he just sits at the <laughs> he just goes like that and he can grab the one goals. <laughs> uh but uh bart ends up getting inside of one with an animal and then it 
totally alters his genetics, and then he ends up coming out like a fly person. Well, two people come out, the fly person with uh, Hmm. Bart's body and the Bart's head on the little fly. Oh, gosh. So, like, how would that work? I'm not saying you're a scientist and you're going to be able to explain the whole, "Uh, tell me how particles are (laughs) reformed inside of a nano. Fair, Fair point, though. Like, if there's a small speck of something that goes in with you, are you permanently damaged? Isn't like, that... Like, what if it gets re... Like, put in your brain. Like, something? right now, isn't there a bunch of specks of something flying around us right now? Yes. Like, well, this is my scenario. It's like, you literally... <laughs> the panic sets in. You can see it. <laughs> you have to go into a room, fully nude, get hosed down, and then air sucked dry. While this air sucked dry suction is going on, you have to be able to transfer into the next one, and then you can transport yourself into another little location. But you have to totally cleanse yourself before that can be done. You wouldn't be able just to be like... They do say life is better naked, so, I mean, it could be a win-win. Who knows if on the other side... (laughs) I mean, obviously, hopefully, they have protective barriers so you can actually have, like, a a little coat. It's not like... right. In the middle of Times Square, people are just transporting there naked. It's like, what's oh, going Lord. on? Maybe it would be a custom, though. It would be a custom because it's the only way to do it. Yeah. Yeah, it could be. Like uh, South Park made a funny joke about transportation. Have you ever seen this one where they like uh, Mr. Garrison makes a gyro- gyration machine? And like the only way you can really drive it is if you have like two handles in the front and it looks like you're kind of like kind of jacking them oh, okay. off. <laughs> and then you have to put insert uh, something in your anus. But doing this gives you mock speed. Huh. Would you do it? Yeah. Everybody did. Yeah. (laughs) Yes. It makes you it makes you reimagine what is comfortable now. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, it's 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 hard to think about too because like what where's your line? Yeah, exactly. Mm -hmm. Like especially like starting out dating and stuff. Like you want to impress a girl, but then you're just like Hold on, let me get this thing in a mock speed. uh, (laughs) Kid, what do you like to do? Could you imagine being in that situation? She's like, what are you doing? This is the weirdest date I've ever been on. I feel like that's, that is, though. That's, like, how it is. Is like, you don't really is know. It? I don't know. I'm not accustomed to this new dating scene. <laughs> that's right. That's true. And I don't want to do... I, I'm, yeah. Unfortunately, I am single, but I'm not looking on the whole dating app thing. It's not my kind of... Maybe I'm just old-fashioned, whatever. Yeah. But I don't see the benefits of it at all i don't find any interaction with somebody maybe i do swipe right and get a like or whatever we do end up going out to go get drinks or something it doesn't have the same effect as like meeting them firsthand by like interaction like i'm so nervous i'm so nervous to go talk to her i'm so nervous to say hi at this point i already have that broken confidence because she swiped right Mm -hmm. which is kind of shitty because she probably swiped right by accident or something oh please (laughs) i know (laughs) it's a joke but in itself that 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 happens a lot more than it should where the whole aspect of the being nervous and being don't you think that's part of it yeah that's what i'm saying that like energy and when it does like can you like panic at the disc is coming up are you going Probably not. No, I'm not a big fan not of that. Okay. I'm sorry. It's fine. That no, sounds cool. like Whatever. that Move sounds on. like a Anyways. great concert. <laughs> Moving on. But how cool would it be if you just like came up into a concert and you got distracted because you could tell how much this girl or guy was enjoying whatever they were seeing, and you were just captivated by that and their energy and their experience, and that's a moment that you guys got to share, and then you asked her out. It's like instead of hey yeah I met her on Tinder and she liked my picture yeah right you know? <laughs> i'm holding a picture with my dog yeah, she's totally like, into that Luffy. um 
yeah, there was an actual genuine moment connection that you guys had. I think it is that 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 first anticipation, you know, mm-hmm. of dropping, you know, oh man, I don't know if it will work or not. That mm-hmm. really does initiate the connection better mm-hmm. than it would how we how people do it now. Yeah, I agree. Which is weird. It's just weird. Like people do online dating now, where they're just like, I, I maybe it's a good thing though. Some people. Maybe. I've seen some of those things where it's like I've never met my husband, but I'm married to him, and he's he's all the way in Alaska, and and they're so heartwarming, and they only get to see each other like once every six months, and it's like I don't know, I don't think I'm a I'm equipped to handle something like that. I'm very much a in the now person. But you feel there are people that can do that. There are people that can that are really strong willed that know what mm-hmm. you know, and that, it's. Requires having a lot of confidence in yourself and confidence in the other person, and trust is what it comes down to. Trust, communication. Sorry, that's that's a tongue twister. (laughs) Thank you for our our guest. Our guest is letting us know what it's like to be in a relationship. Yeah. Tell us more. No. (laughs) (laughs) It's. So we don't go to a date and tell them that they are fine, right? We don't go there and be like, you're hot. You hot as hell, girl. It was effective for me. I don't know. That's how what I that... used to do. Like, I used to just walk up to people like, hey, how are you today? Like, like, just a... strike. And I guess, I don't know. Some people could have been put off by it, but it was pretty effective. It's weird how they consider that now, or even certain situations of looking at somebody, a microaggression. Yes. Like, right now. That blows my mind. Yeah. I Like, you know, I could be attracted to somebody and give them the look like I'm just like, and all of a sudden, <laughs> that's it. How dare you with They're your calling the cops. Me? They're no, they're even calling the cops on me. <laughs> How scared is that? I mean, that that happens a lot. That actually mm-hmm. happened at my job. Really? Yes, uh I have a coworker that said she was feeling uncomfortable because one of the other coworkers was looking at her. Where do you find that definition, like that fine line of you're creeped out because he's looking at you? I'm pretty sure he has to look at a lot of people at our job. Right. And I I also feel like, you know, those moments when you space out and you're just literally staring into the universe and you happen to do it in a restaurant, all of a sudden you're just like making eye contact with somebody from across the room. And you're not even really intentionally doing it. Yeah. Is it that kind of thing too? Where you would, that's just pathetic. Honestly, like you're, it's too much. That's what our culture's turned into though. Uh, That's annoying. How do you feel that? Okay, this is just in the microaggression slash transgender aspect. Did mm-hmm. you see the video of GameStop, of the transgender that went crazy at GameStop? I did. How do you feel about that? I did. I feel like it could have been handled a lot better on her part because, I don't know, and being that I'm not part of that community, I'm sure that I guess really old, really quick, having to defend yourself and who you are and who you believe yourself to be all the time every day in every instance but i also feel like you could do a lot of things to prevent those types of situations because working in customer service you have to go on what you see visually right yeah and your goal is to be respectful courteous all that kind of fun stuff and you could hear the employee apologizing but you know once you're like worked up and you know you've made a mistake you're likely to do that same thing or say that same thing just because you're thinking about it so hard now okay so you know it's just so like I a don't snowball think it was intentional but it's like oh i'm sorry ma'am sir. like ugh, like i did it again and you don't realize it and yeah so i feel like you could avoid that by introducing yourself first like nice to meet you i'm brandon how's your day going like if you just set yourself up that way like this is what i want to be called this is how i want to be identified then you're, everybody is on the same plane because this know? is kind of a perspective kind of thing too right because mm-hmm. we only saw a certain amount of the video yeah. it's not like we saw the first interactions yeah. with him walking into the store right the looks he might have gotten mm-hmm. she has gotten see 
uh, that's See, how bad is. that is. Yeah. And yeah. it's and it's not an intentional thing. I feel bad. But unfortunately, the person visually when I was growing up looks like a male. Mm-hmm. So when I look at it, I see it in that aspect. If I'm categorizing it in a different way or I don't know the exact term that is on my that's me learning. But right. the fact the negativity that was brought forth. And then maybe the hard it, part is too is I feel like a lot of a lot of times now okay so look at a kid kids are great examples of this because they will point things out that you weren't even aware of you are gonna ask questions they'll ask questions they have no problem asking questions okay so that being said I love how you brought up the kids but there are uh, uh, there are schools in New York and in other states now that are actually bringing in a gender neutral bathroom okay. At the elementary level. How do you feel okay. about that? Well, when see, whenever they say that, they turn into, like, like single-use bathrooms. It's supposed to be that way. Right. It's supposed to be kind of like the toilet and the sink. Right. So it's a single-use bathroom. I mean, that's what we have at work. And just because we've got a sign that says restroom instead of women's, men's, like, it's a you do your thing. But, I mean, it's private. Like, it's one door, one toilet, one sink, that kind of thing. Um, so I don't feel like that's a big deal. Those are everywhere. Do those, uh, does that make you even more, I don't want to say it's like disheartening, but then what if it turns into an actual bathroom to accommodate to more than one gender neutral person? You know, I, I feel like it would have to be an adjustment just based on like my own insecurities and reservations, but that's something that I have to deal with, you know? Cause I mean, that's you not can, something that I can put on like at the end of the day. If I have to use the bathroom, I'm going to use the bathroom. I wind up using the men's restroom when I'm on road trips anyways just because I hate the line. The line is awful. (laughs) Sometimes it does just happen to be I have to use the other bathroom because it's there. Yeah. And I was like, I'm not waiting in this 15-minute long line at this the only gas station between here and Timbuktu, you know. Um, And there has been times where, you know, dude walks in too and I'm like, sorry, I'll be done in a second. But, I mean... They usually always have stalls too, so it's not that big of a deal. Yeah, see, that's it's like the same setup. And if you have partitions or dividers where you've got, you know, some sense of privacy or security, then I, who really wants to do anything in the bathroom? See, I guess that's what it should be more associated to. Like, they should be teaching kids more about the privacy aspect of using mm-hmm. the bathroom instead of it being more. I don't know exactly how they're teaching it to them, but if it is more about the privacy and being able to be comfortable with whatever gender you want to be, I'm all for it. But if it's the fact that they're just shoving kids in there where it's just like, no matter what gender you want to be, you can use this bathroom and make other yeah. people uncomfortable. Yeah, I mean, I feel like if you're on display, that would make anybody uncomfortable if you're on display like that. No, I mean, I feel like, I don't know, just my opinion on it because I've never had to use them before. But I feel like in men's restrooms with just the urinals lined out, don't you kind of feel like on display yeah, and uncomfortable, obvious. right? Like that's same concept you're just blending genders and if it's gender neutral but a woman feels like they want to be a man so they go into the man's bathroom does that Mm -hmm. still feel wrong it shouldn't feel wrong i i honestly don't care what other people i don't need to know i mean i guess it's what it comes down to i don't really have a strong opinion on this because it's just like people that feel like they have to come out I, i i feel bad that there's a need to do that like, I, I didn't walk up to my parents and say, by the way, I'm straight. And I feel really bad that that conversation has to even happen for people that decide to come out. And whether they want to, like, why do you have to publicize what makes you happy in your private life? No one needs to know. No one needs to know. So, I, yeah, I don't know. 
I like it. Yeah. I like it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Again, I'm, I think more as a privacy thing. If mm-hmm. they're teaching kids more about privacy, but still wanting them to know about the gender neutral aspect of life, mm-hmm. I get it. I totally get it. Mm-hmm. So I'm all for it. Yeah. All for privacy. And just, I don't know, that's bringing kids up young, teaching consent, permission, privacy, things like that, that I feel like have kind of gone out the window. Okay. So taking this to more of a college level now how do you feel about them having microaggression towards teachers for teaching curriculums that are like straight out of science books so if a biology teacher is mentioning the exact chromosomes of what is inside of a male and a female Mm -hmm. and has some kind of witty banter with it as well which has always been part of his curriculum now it's become a microaggression where a transgender or somebody mm-hmm. is now offended by it. The, what I'm getting at oh, is that. Oh, yeah, a, that's that's like a deep, deep, deep level of things. Like you've got to be almost waiting for somebody to make. I don't want to say a mistake, but. Um, I want I, you have to say that because that's what's happening right now. Unfortunately, yeah. there are a bunch of college professors right now that are being either put on the pedestal of being like you know racist against genders so many different categories all because of the curriculum that they teach which is science fact right and it's just a microaggression to these people because they feel like again i honestly understand if you want to be a female but if you don't let a science teacher explain to you how the reproductive organs of a male and a female work then you're just dumbing down society yeah absolutely and and i also feel like and, and and maybe that's just me if i wholeheartedly believed that I was a male something like that wouldn't piss me off because I'd be like okay well I just happen to be born with the wrong chromosomes but I am still okay great it's still what it is you know that's I feel weird. like you wouldn't have to take it so damn personally so they have been that's what's scary and that's yeah. what's sad because there have been very very highly intelligent professors like Eric Weinstein, he's one of them. That was, or no, Ben Weinstein, who they've been talking about, where they just like an amazing university where it's just like, uh, I think it was called Evergreen University, okay. where it's just like an interactive learning where they actually give the teacher like not a real curriculum. They're like, make sure your kids know this and you could teach it however you want. Huh. And they did a great job at it. But then it started turning into this thing where, you know, microaggression started coming up. They're like, why isn't the curriculum taught how it's taught in this other state? With this kind of curriculum, because I mean, I don't want to be a douchebag, but the teachers at CNM would probably teach the curriculums different than what teachers at UNM do just by pay difference, just by the way they're paid different. I could see that. They won't. Maybe they'll present it to them with the exact so information. It's consistent. Yeah. You can, mm-hmm. you can be like one's more interactive with another. The other one's less interactive. Some are only giving certain biased opinions where they're just like, this is true, but I don't think that it's fact. Because the cool thing about college, when I remember, is that it was you were supposed to question everything. Yeah, that's like the fun part of learning is is figuring out the why and how things work and, and why they work the way they do. And does it always have to be that way? Like one of my favorite things to, I guess, debate. Do you find war necessary? Do I find war necessary? Yes. I don't want to say I want your definition of war. But what is war? Uh, neighboring tribes are at war? Or am I talking about like dogs going at it because they're trying to get better territory? I, I mean, you could be very broad like that, but we'll just keep it just U.S. going to war. 
okay, I don't feel the need for war. Okay. In some aspects. In some aspects. Because if we don't show, I mean, this is just me, but there are some points of dominance where that's why people think we are a really powerful nation mm-hmm. is because of how much we are dominant everywhere else. That's a keyword right there. What is power? Power? Yeah. What is it? Uh, is it tangible? I don't know. Is it money? What is well? What is power? Power to me is a, I guess not a visual thing, but more like a. Kind of like this, I don't know, unspoken acknowledgement of. Of something that you can do better than someone else. Do you think someone always has to be the powerful one in this situation? Like in this room right now, is there one? One of us that's more Hell powerful. yeah. I'll, oh, do you even need me to answer that question? Yes. <laughs> Unfortunately, in the in this situation, I don't. Because obviously when me and you are talking, mm-hmm. you have different points that I would know nothing about. So I don't want to be this overpowering person to be like, right. no, you can't. You're No, you're not talking correctly. Which would Is that not the same thing, though? The U.S. has a different point of view than, say, China. Okay. Well, that's so scary. It's just like us we got to stop China. Our... Sorry. Well, okay. China Anyways. needs to be killed. <laughs> China's crazy. They're going to take over the world. <laughs> no, that's Amazon or Google. Okay. But still, I see what you're saying, though. <laughs> In aspects of like little, even little terrain wars, like us going mm-hmm. to the Middle East and stuff. Yeah. That's, I don't want to say it's not necessary, but it's not. I mean, we don't need to do that. Yeah, I, d- I just, I could never understand. And I used to question this a lot. And, like, teachers would always get really frustrated with me. And all they kept coming back to is it's it's to regain power. And I was like, well, what is it? Because no one just has this stockpile of power, whatever this power is, anywhere. Because it's transferable. Like, the president has the power, right? Yeah. As far as we know. Or is it Congress? Or, you know, that kind of stuff. Like, what is it? Who has it? And how do you determine who has more of it? Right? Yeah, that's true. Because obviously, you can't really let the president get away with stuff. That's why there's Congress. Right. But then they say, like, well, the president makes the last decision. Like, Right. But then when it gets down to it, like when you go to war, why over this power thing that you can't even, it's not a tangible thing that you can grasp, why do thousands of people have to die for it to achieve what? Power. Right. Oh, blows my mind. But there was like one thing that we used to talk about all the time. And there's no real good answer because no one really knows. Well, like, like war, exactly what are we fighting for? Yeah. War is a touchy subject because yeah, you, you, you can go back to even like primitive tribes. Like, mm-hmm. was it really necessary? Mm-hmm. Like, I don't I don't know. Like, how far back are we going that we were all one person? Like, did that ever occur? I don't think so. I really don't. And is it just human nature to always fight like that? But then why? Uh, I don't know. No, I mean... Does that come back to that dominance thing? But how did we wind up creating this, like, I don't know, massive community where people are able to side with each other and have these different packs and stuff like that? I don't know. It's kind of fascinating. Well, the pack thing is explained more by, like, animal culture, right? Mm-hmm. So, like, obviously, like, a group of, group of wolves will be hanging out. They're just, like, dominating their area. That's kind of where we get that, right? It's like, you know, limited resources and stuff like that. But I feel like we're just pretty much not work together and then everybody gets to share it instead of fighting over the stupid thing. What What's an example of let's share? Let, like, okay. A buffalo has died. Okay. And... Pack A of wolves wants buffalo. Pack B of wolves wants and needs buffalo as well. 
So if they go to battle over Buffalo, both sides have some casualties. Now both sides have less wolves to feed, you know, things like that. Everybody's injured, everybody's hurt. And still only, instead of just sharing the buffalo and then everybody's happy. Okay, so what if it got to the point where like, <laughs> if everybody shared the buffalo, nobody was fed correctly, so they have to go get another buffalo, but they can't because there's no, buffaloes are pretty like scarce. So they fight for it because of scarcity. Yeah. I mean, all I'm trying to re rearrange this whole thing is just like, I feel like we're just the animal kingdom. Yeah. And the whole war aspect, the whole clanning of tribes all getting together is just us doing it in a more advanced way. Yeah. In a really advanced way where it's just like, there's no, I guess it's not to say we cannot do it, mm -hmm. but it's pretty much inevitable in our, in our biome. Yeah. I, I, it just, I don't know. It trips me up a little bit because there's not like a solid reason why we do it. And it's just something that's ex like accepted. It's what we do. Like just maybe someday, you know, walking around naked so you can transport places will be accepted. Um, we just, you know, kill other people for this power thing. And I, I just, I can't wrap my brain around it. I'm, I, I'm wrapped around the whole concept where you feel that everybody can get along. Well, that's, <laughs> it sounds so idealistic, but I mean, it's just uh, compromising in a sense. Like you're, you totally understand that I have different opinions than you do, Yeah. but I would consider us friends. Yeah. We listen to each other's yeah. opinions. Some stuff was panic and, of the disco and stuff, yeah, but I mean, I listen like to it. in your mouth a little bit. I was fine. I, I listen, <laughs> but I get what you're saying though, mm -hmm. is that we have this way of being able to comprehend what we said and still be able to like mutually agree with each other mm -hmm. in a way this see but this is going back to our beginning topic yeah. of the left and the right yes yes there's got to be middle ground and there's got to be collaboration you know because that's how stuff like those water bottle algae things were made is because they're not going to get past nobody but, wants those I, <laughs> but it's like there there is a problem that was discovered both sides have an issue with this thing both sides have an opinion as to how to make it better, but instead of listening to each other and trying to get there, everyone just remains divided instead of actually listening, and we could probably achieve something a little greater, don't you think? Yeah, obviously. Uh, yeah, that's better it, than I, what it is right now. But see, that's what's crazy is like, again, how far into history do we have to go that we were all one person? Were we ever one person? Because yeah. if we were never one person, like, you know, like, the same mm -hmm. there was always a difference between us then there was has to have been some kind of dislike between us because of that difference yeah i'll i've got a video that i'll have to show you it's like a long 30 minute thing but it's, that's long it's I'm, okay. we're watching Sorry. four hour document we're on, almost <laughs> on we're almost <laughs> on a two hour stream right now <laughs> oh geez has it been oh my gosh anyways um it's yeah it's a 30 minute thing that talks about like the what could have been before you know if it was all like before the continent split and everything like that what it could have been okay and what people or what were considered people back then okay could have been it's pretty interesting and it's presented really because i don't want to say you're like super religious are you no but that's back to me just not being able to comprehend things that i don't have proof of that's true like, but i mean the story beginning with the adam and eve story i mean mm -hmm. that whole thing and its concept kind of lets us know why we're why we're why we're assholes and stuff yeah, but i mean i feel like there could be oh that'll that's a fun anyways hold <laughs> one thing at a time um 
just like the power thing is that tangible you can't really describe it like i feel the same way about religion and i feel like there's a large following of it but i just don't understand why like the same thing i don't understand why war has to be a thing it just is widely accepted and i just can't i can't buy in for whatever reason i cannot buy in even though i've tried like i was brought up catholic um tried christianity for a while there researched a lot of like buddhism judaism like that kind of stuff and i like they're all so similar but I never found anything that like rocked me to my core and was like, oh, yep, this is it. I believe in this wholeheartedly. Like, let's give everything, like all my power away to the higher power. This thing. Yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. And if you want to argue it in a certain way, because people will say, you know, like, oh, well, if you don't believe in it, you know, you're destined to go to hell. You know, that's just where I'm destined to be, I guess. But don't you think if we're all created in his image or whatever, the fact that I think the way I do was part of his plan, which blows my mind too, and it irritates me because even though I don't believe it, it could be potential that I was created that way just to ask these questions. Yeah, because... To, like, balk at the norm and, like, maybe, oh. That's a good concept, and I mm -hmm. love that it's an open mind thing for you. It's yeah. not just, like, I don't believe in religion. You're more like, you know, it's not that I don't believe in religion. I just don't know. Yeah, I just don't under I, I yeah I can't buy in. There's so much things that are out there inside of religion in itself that contradict itself that it's hard to believe. Yeah, it's like left versus right. Inside of religion, yeah. Mm -hmm. I don't even know within the whole Christian, Catholic, Judaism, what else? Catholicism. I'm pretty sure I'm just naming the same thing over again. But like, how does it get so much into a subgenre of itself? Like, right? it's oh my god, it turns into like the Jehovahs, the mm -hmm. Mormons, the the, the latter-day yeah, yeah. latter-day saints i mean there's so much how does that often in so many different ways i don't know it I almost seems I like love an how accepted you, cult yeah i love how you have this concept of coming together but look at how far we've all divided I inside know. of ourselves it's yeah. so scary mm -hmm. like i said it's idealistic that we could all you know skip through the roses and get along and work out our problems but i mean shoot me and my family can't even do that, so it's a little, I don't know, far-fetched to think that billions of people in the world could do the same. It's funny to think about it, too, but there probably is a really, really big amount of people that think like you. They have the same kind of aspect of, like, you know, I just don't know, same beliefs about religion, the same beliefs, but they're just so spread out that we will mm -hmm. never be able to meet them. And there's so much of a big span of people out there in the world that, like, they're literally like specks of dust. Like, mm -hmm. unfortunately, there are probably hundreds and thousands of them out there, but we'll never be able to. We're, we're trying, obviously, with the stream. But we're, is there anybody we out hear you. there? <laughs> out there. But yeah, I mean, just those little things. And that's why I love having you on the show, because we get ideas and thoughts from a totally different perspective. Mm -hmm. I mean, we could we could disagree on certain things. We could agree on it. We could have laughs about them. But the fact that it's being put out there for other people to hear mm -hmm. might have that potential of reaching that one in the millionth person where they're just like, I totally agree I with that. I the same way. I, yeah. I, I know what they're saying. I Whatever. Half of the shit they said is stupid. But that right. last part that was last good. one line was okay. And yeah. that's cool to think about. I mean, mm -hmm. I, shout out to you guys if you guys are watching. I really appreciate this because... Just having conversations with anybody really opens up more doors for knowing the world. Absolutely. Because, I mean, 
I can, you can't do that from an app. Sorry. You, you can in a very <laughs> shitty way. You can in a very <laughs> shitty way. I can interact with everybody on my Facebook oh. timeline, but do they really know what I'm talking about? Mm -hmm. Do they feel how I'm talking? Right. I could be really sarcastic and they could be like, oh, he's super serious. I, I better guess. I better not I better not talk to him. Mm -hmm. So it all just perspective of how it it's is. taken. It's all perception. All perception. But I do want to thank you for coming. Yeah, thank you for having me. It was awesome. I had a great time. We need to have you on again. Yes. We'll have a few more guests under our belt and I'll call you back. Sounds good. Because there's always something new to talk about. We'll always think of new stuff. To talk. We didn't even talk about like gentrification. We didn't talk we about didn't. AI more. Yes. We didn't talk about space. Uh, you space Force. Kingdom Hearts on purpose, Sp I noticed. Don't worry. See? <laughs> she did it. There you go. <laughs> All right, man, cue us out because I don't know nothing about what she just said and I don't want to seem like a loser. Thank you again for coming. Super awesome. I got to cue everything on this end. Make sure to follow, subscribe, go check us out on Twitch, all that good stuff. Peace out. We have, yeah, there's a bunch of different stuff now.